get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back to episode 128 of the What Up, Though podcast. And we're back in the for real, for real. What up, though, studios? Yeah. It's such a. I think it's a, it's a time saver, too, of being able to be able to smoke and drink and be at a podcast versus smoking, then going in the house and setting up and all that shit. So happy to be back. Michigan weather ain't, you know, tripping no more. So we're almost in like warm. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a theoretical time saver. We didn't take advantage of it today because we were waiting until the Lions picked to start recording, and the Lions didn't pick till like ten forty-five. Even shit. still, though, like it's what eleven o'clock. <laughs> Typically, we probably won't get to house in the house to like twelve or some shit. Finishing around one thirty-two o'clock, so even an hour earlier, I guess, is a little saver. But yeah. it's, it's, it feels good as fuck outside, though. Yeah. So we haven't. Um, I think we've done our, our uh, drinks of the, the evening, but lately we've been um, drinking this whiskey, Aiden, uh, Aiden Lally, and it's some good ass shit. So. Man, it's, it's, I, man, it's hard for me to say this, but man, I ain't really had nothing better, dog. Like this shit is, this shit is solid, man. No, I, I actually haven't. I haven't had nothing, nothing better um, in, a, in a good long while. Um, like I say, I, I think I had told before it was, uh, St. Patrick's Day, I stopped at a liquor store that I go to, and, and they was having a tasting. And it was like, they had three different ones. Two was just okay. And then I, that one, I was like, shit. And it was like, the price? I'm like, shit. Yeah. Because uh, it's, yeah, I guess you would co- kind of compare it, compared to like a Jameson. And Jameson is typically, what, 20-something, almost 30 bucks. I was like, more in the 30 range. Yeah. So this is like a smooth 22, 23 bucks. Probably the, for that price, best me best whiskey out right yeah now. for the, yeah for that price definitely i wonder at some point is if we go to this uh store called wine palace one of the better liquor stores around the city um and i wonder at some point are they going to move it from the top shelf top shelf meaning they got to go up on a ladder to get it like yeah if uh, niggas keep getting it I, you got to put it down lower where you don't have to go on a fucking ladder the shitty part is that every time i go I have to explain what it is and where it's at. Yeah, like, you gotta like walk them to yeah, it. Yeah, I do it every fucking time. One shelf down. Nope, two bottles over. Right, there. right, three right, bottles. Right. Nope, the, nope. Now you went too the, far. The twenty one ninety nine, right yeah. there. And I pointed. And then so today, I, I I saw it and I walked them down. So I'm like, cool. I'm like, if it's two bottles, give me two because I couldn't see it. And he comes back with two different bottles. And I'm like, House what the way. fuck? House so then way. we go back and then you know the guy like, yeah, we got it. I'm like, yeah, I know y'all got it. It's y'all fucking workers don't know you got it. So. Anyway, so if you uh, get a chance, I don't know if you have in your area, but check it out. It's uh, A-Y-D-E-N, Lally, Aiden Lally. Uh, good shit. I think we done posted pictures, but we have posted a picture on the uh, Twitter page. Yeah, um, and if you you know, you know, want to know, you can just ask one of us individually, and we'll shoot you a photo of it or whatever. Um, also, be prepared for um, our customary outdoor sounds, <laughs> uh, planes flying over. Possibly the crickets will make a return soon. So uh, woodchucks, we've been hearing that. Yeah, it's been, uh, not woodchucks. No, uh, uh, woodpecker. Woodpecker. <laughs> woodchuck. I'm like what? I'm like you heard a woodchuck? What that sound like? <laughs> <laughs> no woodchucks, but definitely woodpeckers. Yeah, I 
I used to hear him. Well, once upon a time, there was a street light in front of my house. I don't even know if you even recall that. But it used to be a street light. This house? Right? Yes. Okay. Like, well, not technically in front, but between my house and the house next door. Mm-hmm. But one day, I, was, I remember going out and I was cutting my grass. So I would usually use the edger and I'd go around certain shit. I'd go out with the edger and there's like no pole there. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I feel like I'm drunk or some shit. Like, I'm like, I knew the fucking pole here. I go up there and it's like sand over the hole. Like, the city did some dumb shit where they just took out certain street lights in the city and shit. I don't know what the fuck yeah. that was about. But yeah, so yeah, that's definitely uh good shit. So we drinking that with ginger ale and uh having some um our favorite cigars. Um right now I'm having a uh um Roma Craft, which is one of our I, I swear, if we had to have a sponsored cigar, Roma Craft would probably be it. But uh, the Neanderthal is one of the best cigars that I've had. And um, still loving these. I've had these probably at least every couple of days, and I'm still loving this bitch. Yeah, they're they're. I ain't got tired of it yet. Yeah, no, and we won't. It's kind of like shit that we might have... We've been doing a podcast for a couple years now. I think it'll be three years next month. Wow. Wow. Uh, that's crazy but yeah it's, it's been a, it's been a couple years and our our cigar consumption has changed dramatically over the course of that time and there was shit that we probably bigged up earlier in the podcast that we were like oh this is nice that we would probably never smoke right now Dude, but I, I, the I, roma crafts them bitches ain't going nowhere i'm pretty like, sure we were in the beginning of the podcast we were smoking kuba kubas and uh other like, random yeah uh, random rocky patels and shit like that that no, 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 I, 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 no, I take that back. No, I the fucking cigars you got for your fucking wedding was Rocky Patel's. Yeah, th- yeah, they were. But regularly, I've never released. Uh, I, only one I smoked of the Rocky Patel was the Edge. That was the one with the band at the bottom. Yeah, I know. But, I smoked the the nineteen was it nineteen ninety or something like that. I've never had. I've never had that one or a lot of them for that matter. I don't know. I just, didn't, I just, I never really felt the Rocky, um, the Rocky Patel ones. I will say, the ones that I had for my wedding, the Rocky Patel Mulligan ones, those are pretty good. Um, and, and those I, were pretty good by our early standards. Yeah, like, we smoke those now and think, oh, this is acceptable. See, that's what I'm thinking about because <laughs> they, they were cheap though. They were. It's well, fun. I bought bundles. I bought like three. I bought three twenty pack bundles. I bought sixty sticks, and I think they were probably around. At, at buying that much, I think they're about three bucks a piece or some four bucks a piece. Yeah, and they were still good. I actually want to get some just to see, just to see, yeah, yeah, just to see how they are. Um, so I may get some of those soon and check but those. Point out. being, we're not gonna outgrow the Roma Crab brand. Like that's like at this point in our cigar smoking careers, I think no. we've had some of the most elite shit that you can get. So like our 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 tastes have been tailored to like kind of like the really good shit yeah. which doesn't necessarily correlate to a high price but no. just good shit and the romas ain't going nowhere those, no. those are going to be lifelong those are elite level sticks. yeah staples like, i've uh i think i probably smoke a mix of like non-cuban and cuban cigars and this is probably my favorite non-cuban stick it's still my favorite non-cuban um but i don't you know smoking a lot of other ones like the tabernacle is pretty good um that's a couple of other ones I can't really recall at the time, but the Roma Craft is definitely uh, one of the better sticks I've had. So definitely, uh, if you guys are um, in a smoking or a new smoker or old smokers, I would definitely check out any of the Roma Craft sticks. I just want—I was just want to get some of the ones they don't have here. Like they have the one in Germany, the Wanderlust stick that I really want to get just to try. 
Um, it's, it's it's crazy how the shit you really want to try that you just can't get and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, but want to I want to try that and and so forth. But but cigar smoking is really just about trying new shit. Um, yeah, seeing what you like and letting your your palate evolve. And I would say too, like, don't necessarily say, hey, I'm gonna you know see what cigar smoking life is like, and then go out and buy Aroma Craft. Like, you kind of gotta build up to like the elite level type shit because you might get something like that and you're like i don't know what the fuss is all about so it's like it's you almost like mean, you gotta experience like the trying mediocre some bullshit shit. to be able to say this is really good yeah it's like you gotta experience the mediocre shit to really get to appreciating the high-end shit and i would say that if you are thinking about getting into it or you're kind of like kind of like dip your toe in the water kind of level you Yo. can always hit either of us up personally and just be like hey you know, I'm trying to get into cigar smoking or I'm, I'm kind of like new to it. What would you recommend? Because what we would recommend for somebody who's new is different than what we would recommend for somebody who's kind of been doing it for a while. So, yeah, for instance, the one I'm smoking now, the Neanderthal, it's a stronger stick, Roma Craft. I wouldn't probably suggest that. I would probably suggest like a Intemperance or a Cro-Magnon or one of the other lesser, heavier sticks. I kind of feel like having like infused cigars that have like flavors to them is kind of like a good stepping stone like you can kind of see like okay i can see what the cigar life is like and then you can evolve from there because i wouldn't i wouldn't even necessarily put somebody up on an intemperance right away just because they might not i would do it i think the intemperance is smooth enough where i think you could do it without being super strong but i would definitely i don't know i don't know if i would even uh Push people towards, although that's how I started with like infused cigars. I would try any of the Cuba ones, and I would also say too, or like, Tayback. Yeah, th- no, that that's a yeah, that's a flavor one, uh, infused one. That I would definitely recommend to somebody. I, w- I I don't think I would even necessarily recommend a Cuba to somebody, even though that's how I started. I'd probably recommend something like a Tayback, just because it's a little bit more. Yeah, I would probably go with Tayback as well. Yeah, it, it's 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 flavorful, but without being overbearing. So yeah, I'd probably put somebody up on that, but and Temperance is good, like because of the price for it too, the price point. But that's a good price point to get started at too. So kind of, kind of got to take that into account. Like you can get a good Intemperance for like seven bucks, whereas like you might pay nine for like a Cuba, you know. So Dude, so Jabril Purvis, I think, just went to the Browns. Oh okay. Um, my bad. So we were watching the um uh the draft um. Pre-game and so forth, and I'm almost certain that Jabril Peppers went to the Browns. So Jabril Peppers, they have. They, they have th- did they have three first round? I picks? think they had three. Yeah. Oh, okay, because they traded away one. So. Which is a d- <laughs> so they the twelfth pick they traded away ended up being like a dope ass QB, and then yeah. So. Anyhow. But we're not NFL draft experts. Right, so we're, we're, we're gonna, surely not. Uh, I mean, we just, we're we, not going to go there. Jabril Peppers was just a father because he went to Michigan. So I was curious to see how far he would drop with the whole uh, diluted test thing. So, I mean, it'd be a, still being a 20th, 20th something pick is still not bad considering. Well, we could save it. Steve just sent in his, uh, his voicemail assessment of the Lions pick. So we can oh, okay. play that. Uh, we can play that on the air now. Oh, so and another, another. I was wondering if he was going to get that in. So another suggestion, um, as far as uh beverages is uh Rochester Mills. They are a beer company here in Michigan, and they have a milkshake 
milkshake stout. Excuse me. That's pretty fucking awful. I still had one. From I thought you said, oh, I thought you were trying something new. You like, I had a beer I wanted to try. Oh, no, no, no. I just had a beer that I wanted to get since it was oh, cold. No, I ain't okay. had no I'm ice like, in my cooler I earlier. I had that shit before. Yeah, um, the yeah. Rochester Mills milk, milkshake stout is uh, super solid. I had it at, um, they got it on uh, on draft at Genuine Cigar Lounge. And that was the first time I had it. It's pretty fucking solid. So that'd be a good good drink of your it's a uh, good pairing too with the uh with the cigar man yeah yeah so if you're if you're a beer fan that's a great, great yeah they, they, they had a four pack and that's what i think i had one you had one tony had one and i still had one left uh, oh okay La- oh last week yeah, yeah, yeah last weekend yeah so yeah they're, they're yeah they're solid and like i said you can get it on draft at uh at genuine so that's um, a good spot genuine fyi is a cigar lounge my personal favorite cigar lounge it's in a uh, royal oak uh, Woodward and I think what like twelve miles something like that. Yeah, it's like twelve, twelve between Woodward. eleven and twelve or twelve and thirteen. I can't remember. They're cool as hell. Um, my favorite just because it's uh ten minutes away from my house and I have a locker there mm-hmm. is a uh, Danielle and um they're pretty good. They're in Dearborn. They're a smaller place. They don't have an alcohol. They don't have an alcohol license, but you can bring your own alcohol. So that's always a plus. Um, smaller plus. place, but um dope spot. Really good uh cigar selection. Um, so that would definitely be my um, one of my favorite picks. Uh, second, uh, I actually would do genuine. Would be third. Second would be Wild Fuck Bills and Westland. Uh, they have <laughs> a Wild full, full bar. Um, I don't have you know it's one deck cigar. They have a lot of cigars, but I usually just bring my own cigars. So my thing, my thing, and a vodka is cheap. Well, my thing with <laughs> how I how I pick my cigar lounges is. A combination of do they serve alcohol? Because I drink, <laughs> which is an understatement. Uh, two, what is their uh, humidor like? Do they have a good supply? And three, which is I'm listening, I'm saying it third, but it's actually my number one reason is the ambiance. Like, and within the ambiance, I'm talking about the service staff, uh, the people that frequent the place, the setup. All that shit. So that's why well, genuine say, is my I, number one. I would say just setup wise, genuine is definitely the the better the better place setup wise. Um, that's why it's my number one. They have it's spacious. They have comfortable seats. They have a bar. They have the biggest humidor. The, the biggest humidor, but the biggest humidor. Within, within, the biggest humidors are all genuine. So yeah. like yeah. it's not the biggest humidor, but it's because there's another genuine with a bigger humidor. But they have shit service and quality and shit like that. And their so, cigars really ain't been been hidden. Although you did find that Perdomo there, which was dope that you said. I never had it still, but I hear it's awesome. So. Um did, the you, Perdomo, did, you, did you end up ordering those? Yeah, I got a uh, well I got a four pack that came in a humidifier pack, but I gotta get the the six pack six pack from Holtz. I still haven't got that. I should do that now I, while I remember. You know, I, I seen it on there today. I looked on there but I was like half as busy at work, and then I just say, you know, I'm gonna do some internet shopping. But then I saw it, then I didn't. So I need, <laughs> to, I need to do that too. So um, yeah, so that's a uh, that's our, our our brief little cigar portion that I'm sure none of you guys care about, right. or very very few. Maybe maybe so. Maybe one or two people. Yeah, maybe like Tony. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, Steve Steve probably listens. Steve, he probably yeah, fuck Steve with it. Sure. And then maybe we'll get like you know. Uh, Liquid slap and flat from what up uh, from what up though from, from uh, what would they say next which 
as far as I'm concerned, is a defunct podcast. No, no. I, so I talked to. So I was over uh, Liquid but Flat. He Pop. said last week that they recorded a podcast and they were going to post the next yeah. day. And so, they never posted that's it. That's what I was going to say. So when I was, I was over Liquid Slap House the other day and he said he had two podcasts to upload. I don't know why he hasn't uploaded them yet. But this was. I'm so sick of him. This was. He's been too busy trolling on Facebook this was to Wednesday. upload his damn podcast. Yeah, he's been doing some ultimate trolling on He's been on trolling Facebook. all day on Facebook. He's been doing it lately. Like the last few days, he's been doing trolling. First, he was. Uh, what was the. Uh, he, he said the beer tastes like nasty or some mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> he posted something while we were and, watching the draft, and I was like, man, he. I didn't just, even see it. And what's so crazy is like, him. I'm such a. I am like a huge, huge, huge beer fan, even more than just liquor. And. To say that beer, all beer tastes the same, it's like the craziest shit ever. There are so many different blends of beer, so many different tastes. Even from the same company, you can get 10 or 20 different tasting beers or whatever. So but, I know, but I know he's just trolling. So, so here's his last trolling post from three hours ago. How can Outkast be considered one of the greatest rap groups oh, ever that. when half the group is barely average? So this is a, a big dig at uh, Big Boy. You don't know that, though. He might be saying Andre because he's trolling. It could be Andre Thousand. <laughs> it could, it could, <laughs> and yeah. I did see that one though. <laughs> yeah, but he's he has a comment, but he has a comment that says, "But who said they was one of the greatest?" That's, okay, everybody. That's somebody that's related to him. No, that's somebody who's dumb. Like everybody says that. What are you talking about? Who says Outkast one of the greatest rap groups? Everybody. Do, do you think that? That's do, who. Do you think that uh, rap group should be graded by? The, the potential of them being single? No. And that's why he's being him. Rap groups, a group should be judged on the output of their music, period. So, like, you can't say... So, say you're a Wu-Tang fan. You can't be like, Wu-Tang sucks because I don't like you guys. Like, you can't judge Wu-Tang off you guys. Uh, granted, it, it, it's semi-apples to oranges because we're talking about, what, like, nine guys versus two so that's different, but like you judge them on like the quality of the music that they put out. And Outcast has been, uh, I mean, it, it's not even a stretch. Outcast has never put out a bad album ever. So like, no, that's why <laughs> because no, not they, at all. They have not at all. Uh, they they've just con- they've been consistent. They've always put out great music. That's they've, had, why. they've had a, a catalog like all hell. I mean, uh, in, in a good way. And and do you sit there and listen to an Outcast album and be like, man, Big Boy is fucking this up? No, <laughs> like no, no. I and 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 I've and on previous podcasts, you know, I spoke about my uh, my my rocky relationship with Big Boy. <laughs> rocky relationship. <laughs> <laughs> but I could go back and listen to any of past before uh, Big Boy went solo. I can go back to any of my of past. Uh, Outcast albums, and I never think about the fact that he had a solo album that was whack. It does because it doesn't matter, right? And is he putting out like whack bars like on Outcast? No, because albums? he's featured no. on shit that's always dope. And so he's, and I think he has a feature that's out recently. I don't know who is with, but you wouldn't know because you blocked. No, well, yeah, from him I wouldn't know, but I, I wish my maybe one of my goals for 2017 is get unblocked from Big Boy. We had to push that movement. But uh, mm, that's a tough one. Yeah, it's probably not gonna happen. No. Um, but I, you know, I, I wouldn't say the the Outcast is. Well, I think Outcast may be the best duo. Um, but group wise, I, uh, I think I would probably lean to Run DMC. But 
Why? I I just felt they they were. Are you basing this off impact? Like, do you think that Run DMC has better music than Outkast? Do you think that they are better lyrically than Outkast? I think they're. I think their their catalog may be better. Um, but I, I guess it leans towards just the just just them being like front runners in like rap group music. Um, and 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 them and me saying that Outkast is a, a lesser group than Big. I mean, than uh, Run DMC doesn't take away from um, Outkast at all. I don't think. I think that um, I don't put too much weight, and this is just me, and this isn't even in, in hip-hop. This is just like in life, period. I don't put too much weight on impact that somebody had on whatever uh, art that they do. I, I, I'll do it in certain cases. Like, So say, for instance, um, look at um, Yao Ming, right? So Yao Ming got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Excuse me. And it's not necessarily that because Yao Ming is one of the best centers of all time. It's kind of like what he did for the NBA and and his impact on the NBA and and the international integration and and with China and all that shit. Like that is something that I would give weight to. But like if you look at, say, an 80s rapper like uh, I don't know who's an 80s rapper. uh, Like LL. uh, Like. I don't know, Coogee rap, something like that, right? Am I gonna say that Coogee rap is better than no, 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 somebody? No. Who, I, and I and I get what you're saying, um, because he was influential, you know. No, but I think Run DMC was influential and had like great music. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, because you could say like a that's a, what I was trying to get at. Yeah, like, and, I, and, I, and I totally get what you're saying, but I think you still have to have you know good music as well. Like you know, uh, people might not necessarily name Scarface as a as a as one of the greatest rappers, I don't know how, but he still was a good rapper, and he still was influential. You know, being one of the the uh, the premier Southern rappers, you know, early on or whatever. Um, but I, I will say that I I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of torn out because I'm thinking about the whole Run DMC Outcast, and as far as my generation, Outcast by far. But you know, I just think of uh, rap groups that you know came before like epmd was uh pretty fucking dope and you know uh i don't know i i i, I stand with but my generation our generation for sure outcast definitely the best group duo at least um, i just feel like outcast just i feel like run dmc are pioneers and that they did make solid music but i feel like outcast has been I feel like Outkast is a just a much better entity as far as like making better albums. Like I just I feel like like it's yeah. it's really like if you look at Outkast and all their albums, right? Let's look at Southern Playlistic, AT Aliens, uh, um, uh, what's the Stank on you? Stank on you. That one was right on the tip of my tongue. Like they don't have anything that's like subpar. Like everything is great and i feel like if you listen to southern playlistic right now it's still like like for me when i look at hip-hop the shit that i hold in high regard is uh timeless yeah like you could listen to it 20 years from now and it's like this still is good and i I feel like 80s hip-hop is very 
is yeah, it, it's very dated. Like you listen to it in 2017, you're like, mm, I don't know about this. Like this sounds corny. But like from like the 90s on, a lot of that shit has staying value. Where like you can listen to it 10, 15 years later, and it still sounds dope. Whereas I feel like a lot of 80s rap and 80s music, period, is it sounds 80s. Like it sounds very of I that think, time. I think, I think it took to the it took into like the 90s. And which was by far the best era of of, of music. Music, yeah, not hip hop, no, yeah, yeah music, just, just music. Period. But the stuff, the the stuff that came out in the nineties, whether it was R and B, hip hop, whatever it was, was the best it ever was. Any genre, any wow. yeah, yeah. Like any anything, genre, you know. Uh, but the genres I paid attention to was R and B, hip hop, um, hell, even jazz. But I don't know you listen. I know you don't listen too much jazz, mm-hmm. but. 90s was that era of of great fucking music and that music doesn't is it isn't dated it's it's totally time, timeless you could do a and you could do a listen go to a party and they're playing 90s music and you would never be bored so nope. whatever fucking genre you play some 80s shit it's not going to be that it sounds 80s. and and to me that expands beyond uh music like to me everything i don't know is it's, it's I don't know, maybe it's just me, but everything from the 80s is 80s. Like, it feels 80s. And I mean, when I say that, I mean music, movies, fashion, all that shit is so 80s. And it it feels like it belongs in the 80s and should stay there. Yeah. Like, nothing from the 80s to me is really, like, long-lasting. It has a very, very specific sound, and it belongs there and it's so crazy how it just changed the 90s like i'm gonna say something fucked up when you get done talking go ahead no no i want to hear it. <laughs> i want to hear it now i'm just curious <laughs> but, but, but please please humor me i'm curious this is maybe i should fill my, fill my whiskey cup up this is fucked up <laughs> this is why <laughs> i'm gonna get in trouble for this dot this is why i'm not the biggest prince fan Really? I feel like Prince's music sounds like the 80s. And that I listen to it now and it sounds like it should have just, it should just stay. And I'm not talking about like, and when I say that, I mean. I feel like Mr. Monotone is about to block you He now. probably just died. I mean <laughs> like, I don't, I don't necessarily mean his entire discography. I mean like, that was his peak, right? So like, I mean the music he put out then. Like, so give you an example i was watching um the first batman movie and the the 89 batman the soundtrack is all print shit right and it's perfectly fine you know it's 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 good music cool but it sounds 80s and it it's not something that watching it in 2017 i wasn't sitting there like oh man this is some dope print shit i'm like it sounded like dated 80s shit Mm -hmm. and like that's why I've always been a bigger fan of Michael Jackson because I feel like his music never sounded like that era. There's like a, I can't, I'm not proficient enough in music to explain why, but there's a lot of artists that put out music in the eighties that has an eighties sound. Whereas I feel like Michael Jackson never put out anything that sounded like the eighties sound. It was just, like I said, I'm not good with speaking on music, but like it just sounded like good music that was timeless Whereas Prince in the eighties was very eighty sounding. Like uh, man, I wish I could describe it. I can't describe the sound. But I, I can't there's a sound I, I from get, the eighties. There's I a sound from the eighties 
that he perfected and was great then that to me listening to it now sounds dated it doesn't sound like something i want to hear whereas you can listen to something from the jackson five and it sounds and this is pre-80s that sounds great you can listen to michael jackson from the 80s and it sounds great now it's just good music and like prince's 80s shit sounded like 80s shit and i it, it was great in the 80s but now in 2017 i listen to it i'm like I don't know, but I don't like this. Like it sounds too. I I, I can see that. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, 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 I can see that. Uh, Monotone not gonna be your friend anymore. I but I can yeah, see man. that though. You know what? He could eat a dick because he he talk all that shit. He ain't doing. He don't do nothing, man. He could be on this podcast. He could be here right now defending Prince to his life, and he is absolutely refuses to come on the podcast because he's a bitch. So I don't care what he got to say. So fuck him. Sorry, man. We can talk about it tomorrow. So why won't, so why won't, why won't, why won't he be <laughs> on I am in a like, hey, man, I talked about you on the podcast. So why won't he be on our podcast? I don't know, man. You, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to ask him. I don't know. He'll deflect. <sighs> that's your boy. That nigga old, man. That's why. So, um, we he have. a lazy boy with like, uh, <laughs> watching like Family Feud and shit. Whatever old niggas do. I don't know. That's so funny. I can't wait to see his comments this week. <laughs> so we got two. He know, he know where I am. Man. He can come. He can come see about me if you got a problem. Oh, okay. I saw him the other day, man. He got a big ass fucking uh, beard, man. He like rocking like a Rick Ross type beard, man, with like gray hairs in this shit. I'm like, man, you looking mad elderly, dog. Like, you, well, he you, has you like, die that he joint. Has like what mid fifties or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> man, you gotta die that joint, man. <laughs> I, 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 the um, well, what day was it? There was a day last week where it was the day that the anniversary of Prince's death, and people were like tweeting about this shit. I'm like, I, I, I didn't say shit. I just I ended up like, you okay, sis? <laughs> He's like, what? I was like, you know, the, the, uh, the anniversary of Prince's death. Like, are you uh, are you typing through tears? Like, are you, is your keyboard keyboard moist? Like, what's, what's going on, man? Mo- mo- <laughs> you alright? Dude, that's what what is this response? Just fuck you type shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So we have uh I think we have No two, topics. No, okay. So we no. have two we got two two emails. Yeah, well actually Baylor sent two. So we have two from Baylor and then Steve just sent in one a few minutes ago, which uh should be an analysis of the Lions draft pick. So that's cool. We can go with that then. We got that. So we got two from Baylor and one from Steve. You ready to yeah, we could, crank we, those up now? Yeah, we could do that. All right, let's get those popping and um see what's happening, man. I don't care about Prince music, dog. I'm saying. Shit mediocre from the eighties, dog. I don't care. <laughs> what up though? So look. Last year, y'all was talking about the Anna Hernandez thing, and I know in, in today's world, in social media world, like two, three days passed, that shit is like seven months ago. But this is my thing. I'm, I agree, and I disagree at the same time with both of you niggas. But look, this I'm going to tell you How's why. That work? Because, because me, I was the one that said, nah, I don't think he, I don't think he offed himself. The only reason why I said that, like, well, first, do I care? No. no, the nigga used to play for the Patriots. I'm a Raiders fan. I don't give a shit. But <laughs> I thought you didn't care for a valid reason. Now, his reason um, this nigga depth is based the, on his team favoritism. I, did I don't feel like going to all in the conspiracy. Now I am like I'm a conspiracy hoe. 
I'm a conspiracy slut or whatever. But at the same time, if the nigga hung himself, he hung himself. All right, cool. Well, it's not cool, but whatever. <laughs> I say he did it because I just go back to the whole street nigga. Thing. So nice, he was a street nigga, himself. and say whatever the fuck that nigga was. And so I, I think in my conspiracy head that you know he got off from the double, the double murder, and he was in there for the murder that he was appealing. I was thinking, okay, well, since he beat that, this nigga has. I mean, if he beat the if he beat the double murder, this nigga might have a better chance of beating that murder that he's in for now. And we all know if you come from the streets, you don't have to be no former gang member or a drug dealer or a pimp or anything to know that nine times out of ten, if a nigga get off, if a nigga get out early, <laughs> that nigga's telling on somebody. So that's the first thing that popped in my head. Not the whole. Thing where they was posting on Twitter and, and Facebook that, you know, in, 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 in Boston, if the nigga commits suicide, then they can't, you know, they can't charge him. So therefore, he's, he's innocent and all the money is released to his family. That's fine if, if that's the case. But I just thought that the nigga's about to get out. And like I said, he could have been, uh, been found innocent then and been with his family alive. And I just felt like the nigga probably was going to tell on somebody to get less time or some shit like that. And they was like, oh, no, we're going to get this nigga before he, you know. But like I said, I could be wrong. I don't invest in this shit that much. I just think it would be a good-ass Netflix series. I mean, everybody remember the cold text message that the nigga killed, uh, allegedly. You know what I'm saying? When, when, the, when old boy sent that message to, you know, to his wife, like, yeah, you know who I'm with and you know what they about, like. That's a that's some cold shit to write. Like that was your last words or whatever. So, yeah, I don't think. Look, everybody knows that people that don't watch sports are people that's not really familiar with the streets. Of course, they're gonna be over, like, into this shit. Me, I just want I just want to know what. Like, damn, did he really take his life or did somebody take it? If I never find out, I don't give a shit. But I do hope the Patriots don't make it to the playoffs. Fuck them niggas, okay? And, and when when he was there, it was fuck that nigga too. But, you what? know, the nigga's not here anymore, so no disrespect. But I'm a Raiders fan. So that's my that's my little side of it. So, uh, yeah, you know. I mean, he probably did. You know what I'm saying? Niggas had them. And it's a cold part about social media. Whether you did something or not, you're going to get them jokes. So, yep. you know, I know y'all. I, I know y'all didn't like the whole Thirteen Reasons Why, but that nigga got the Hannah Baker joke. So, look out for those Aaron Hernandez Thirteen tapes. Yeah, um, with Aaron Hernandez, man, like I, huh? Well, the whole thing about him doing it to. I guess give money to his kid or whatever. I mean, I, I don't particularly care about that. The thing that interested me more was like, so when it happened, there was all kinds of like stories that kind of like popped up day of. Right. And I just randomly tweeted, like, we don't know shit about what happened with Aaron Hernandez. I feel like we're going to get a mad good documentary series about this shit. Like a ESPN 30 for 30 down the road it's gonna be fire and then like the next day it came out like uh not i'm not gonna say came out because we don't know if it's fact or whatever but stories and rumors hit saying that he had like a gay lover and shit that knew he was like bisexual 
And like the dude that he killed knew that he was bisexual, so he killed him for knowing for that he fucked dudes and shit, and that he had like a dude in jail that he was fucking. And I'm like, now, now we're talking about a good ass now fucking this is, documentary. Now this is quality lifetime video. <laughs> right, shit now right now we're talking. Like I, I don't know if that's the case, but I'm interested know. to see if that's if that's what really happened because there's been stories that came out that refuted it, but at the yeah. same time I feel like hmm. Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see that at, that story as being totally far fetched about the whole leaving his, you know, um, the, well, I guess it's the law in uh, I think in Massachusetts is that you know if if somehow reason you die that the, the current charge you have will be expunged or whatever, which in his case would expunge the murder that he did to the one guy, but the the the, the guy's family can still, excuse me. Can still sue for wrongful death, and so I read. I read something today is about how they were. I think they were trying to sell the house that he owned. So he had a house that was like worth like a million or something to sell the house. The, the girlfriend, uh, fiance or whatever, baby mama, whatever you want to call her, was uh wanted to sell the house so she can have money in case of the sale. I mean, I'm sorry, in case of the uh, if the if the family sues her, sues the estate or whatever, whatever the case. Um, but I don't know, man. I don't put nothing past nobody. He could have had a fucking gay lover. He could have, you know, all this shit. That's all probable shit that could happen. I hope he did, cause that that'd be so interesting, <laughs> dog. Like, yeah, that'd be that, that so definitely, crazy. That, that definitely brings another dynamic to the whole situation. I mean, but I just, I, and I think, I think we talked about it last week. But just the the whole thing of. Of people feeling that it's not possible to him commit suicide. Yeah, we like, did. Yeah, we did. And he talked about it too. Like, like I don't know how people became like suicide experts. Like, you know, even if he didn't have suicide tendencies, for somebody to have like spontaneous suicide tendencies just is not like it's it's, it's not common. Like that shit probably happens more than not. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but to think, like I say, you get you just get acquitted of. I'm trying to get it right. You got acquitted of the the initial two murders he did, and still convicted of the murder he did afterwards. I think. I, I don't know. I got to take your word for it. I don't yeah, I, I believe it's the two murders he did initially, and then initially it was. I think it was he did the two murders, and then the other dude was killed. To cover up the two murders, allegedly. That's oh, what yeah, I remember I, hearing. I don't know. But, so it's like you get acquitted for the two murders that you actually did, but now you're in jail for the the murder that you did to cover up the two murders. Like that gotta be some fucking weight, man. And yeah. then you know people who people who haven't been to jail or been to prison probably has no idea how that feels to just you know be locked up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I mean you know I've you know heard people who you know they've seen grown men fucking wailing and crying for being in jail and prison and shit. You know what I'm saying? I only did five days in the county, so, you know, <laughs> I don't know what it's like to do years, two years and shit like that. But even five days fucking suck. Like, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't enough to, me, enough to be like, I'm going to jump off the fucking top bunk and shit and just end <laughs> it. But, you know, just like, you know, when you, you know, you got 10, 20, 30 years, you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit got to be fucked up. Yeah, I got a cousin. Um, he's three years shy of doing twenty. Damn. 
he he was involved with a robbery. Um, they end up killing a person, and so this is like early. This is like two thousand, two thousand one or some shit like that. And he ended up getting twenty years minimum, and so now he's like three years out of that. So we just started writing back again. Um, and it's like he was a good kid, you know. He's just a good kid, you know, kind of just caught up in some bullshit or whatever. I mean, he did what he did, but you know, I think alone, being alone, he probably wouldn't have done the shit he did, you know. Right. And so, you know, um, we had started writing um, on. So through the jail, they have a, a service called JPay. I, I think it's called. I think it's it probably is. Jail Pay. I know, yeah, I know of it. Was you familiar with yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> so like around 2011. We had started writing back and forth together and shit like that. And then we had kind of lost touch. It was right around the time like my pops had died and shit like that. And I lost my job at the time. So it was a lot of shit going. We, you know, so, so we kind of lost, lost touch. So probably about, uh, shit, a month ago, not even a month ago, maybe a couple of weeks ago, I got an alert. What up, though? Oh, um, I got an alert that he had sent me an email after all these years and shit. And so I was listening to the email and he would just, you know, just update me on shit. And so when I looked, I seen that he had sent me like a bunch of fucking emails over the last few years. That was like 2012. Oh, wow. So he had been sending me emails from like 2012 until now, 2017. Damn. Just, he just update me on shit. He got like, I think he got his uh, associate's degree and shit. And you know what I'm saying? He had been doing a bunch of shit, you know, like dope shit in jail. But, you know, now it's like. If I felt like so fucking long. I mean, when I remember when it happened in 2000 ish or like 2001, 2002 or something like, oh, this nigga got 20 years. Like, how the fuck? Like, who? I just don't. I just don't know how you deal with having 20 fucking years in jail. You know what I mean? He being he was I think he's 37. He's like two years younger, I think. OK, so, you know, being Wait, that two young, years younger than what me. You ain't thirty nine. No, I said I'm thirty seven. I think he's two years younger. Oh, are you saying he he's thirty seven and no, two no, no, years no, no. younger I'm than two, you? I was, I was like, oh, okay. I'm two, I think he's like thirty five or something. So you know, you done spent all your twenties, all your thirties in fucking jail, yeah. and now he has like you know, I think he has like three years left or whatever. Or hmm. but I just couldn't imagine. But just just the weight of that, you know, that that'll take a nigga out. You so know. um, I need to piss. Um, so. <laughs> we could do a, uh, we could do a pause. Well, I was I was gonna say pause it, but Matisse's came through. So if y'all want to keep yakking it up and shit, well, I'll take a piss right now. Nah, we do a pause. I think I might grab another cigar at the house. Okay, so. we do a pause work. for a minute. Um, we'll be right do back. You, do you have a cigar I can buy off you? Yeah, that's cool. Cause I'm out. So yeah, that's cool. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. So we're gonna pause it real quick and we'll come back. That's nice. Oh, there that's we go. Nice. Okay, yeah, we're back. Um, so uh. Let's get into um some weekend shit. Well, we still have another voicemail to play from Baylor and Steve, but um while I got it on my mind, um I kind of wanted to segue into a topic about um comedy and shit, right? So tomorrow, which is today for our listeners who are going to hear this, uh, I'm going to see Chris Rock at the Fox, and one of my um bucket list type things was to see Chris Rock live. So. I'm like geeked up for this shit tomorrow night. I'm incredibly excited to see Chris Rock live. Like Chris Rock still kind of holds my my position. Yeah, I'm like, kind of jealous actually. So yeah, as as my top um, comedic stand up, the um, not as as a stand up, but the top uh, show that uh, that I like, the uh, bigger and blacker 
is like my favorite stand up. So like I'm excited to see Chris Rock tomorrow night. So I kind of want to segue into talking about uh stand up shit. Like so we have a resurgence right now with Dave Chappelle. He dropped the two Netflix specials. Uh Chris Rock's going on tour again. So like we got like the goats out here get back into the game and shit. So I kind of want to talk about what do you guys think about stand up comedy? Like wh- where where do you feel like we stand in that right now? Well, I'm, I'm- I've always been a big stand up, um, stand up comedy fan. So, you know, it's like, you know, I always look for the specials and shit and so forth. So I'm kind of mad I didn't get tickets to the Chris Rock. Uh. Well, I mean, you still can because he had he added shows. Right. So uh, he has a Friday show. When I bought the tickets, they went on presale. Right. He had the Friday show. And it, I, I think the presale was uh, you just had to have a code or something. And I just. Twitter search the code or some shit. Whatever the case is, I got the pre-sale, pre-sale shit, so I got it off rip. But then he added shows that they sold out, so he's performing all weekend. Oh, okay. So I would I would imagine that you could theoretically still buy tickets to a show to one of his shows this weekend. He's got Friday, Saturday, and Sunday oh, at the Fox. So like you can, I w- I would think you could probably still get tickets if you want. But um, yeah, I- I'm super looking forward to that shit. Yeah, I I, I want to see. I would love to see uh, Chris Rock and um, Chappelle. I would actually did. Did you didn't you go to a Louis C.K. show before? Mm-hmm. How'd you like him? Because I I really think he's one of the uh, one of the, the the better comedians doing stand up right now. It was great. It was great. I loved it. Yeah, I, I love w- Louis C.K. Man. Um, he. <sighs> it's 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 hard to explain, but he's really good at making jokes that are offensive in the in the sense of like the average joe would be offended by it but making it so it's not offensive it's it's kind of weird it's like he acknowledges he acknowledges the offensiveness of it which makes it funny so like and he's like very relatable so he's he's like really good man i love louis ck like if, if you asked me to rank my top comedians he would be in there like it'd be so george carlin is my number one um and then I'd say guys like Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle. I throw Louis C.K. in there. I throw I throw Cat Williams in there. He's had some great stand-ups. I throw um, Eddie Murphy in there, obviously. Um, I throw Richard Pryor in there, obviously. Um, yeah, like those are kind of like my top guys. I'm a I'm a huge Bill Maher fan too, but that's kind of like his shit is tailored kind of more toward politics. So it's not like a all-encompassing kind of uh, comedy, but uh, both Bill Maher and Dave Chappelle are coming back here in May, I think. So I plan on trying to cop tickets for both of them as well, even though I, I've seen Bill Maher a couple of times at this point. So it's almost like habit, kind of like whenever Isaiah Thomas comes to the palace, I go to that Pistons game. That's kind of how it is with Bill Maher. It's like whenever Bill Maher comes, I'm I'm going to try to go. Uh, so... Those are my guys, and I've been my bucket list shit was to see George Carlin, Dave Chappelle, and Chris Rock. We talked about how I slept through my Dave Chappelle show, and I didn't end up seeing him, which ended up being the show that he talked about on his stand up that he bombed because he was high and shit. That's the one that I slept through. And then I missed. Got, and then uh, it was ended up being Danny Brown that got him high. Did you read that? I did. <laughs> so that's the show that I missed. Uh, and George Carlin died right before I was able to go. The whole rest of my family ended up seeing him at his last show in Vegas. So 
Uh, I don't want to say it was his last show, but he did die shortly after that show. So uh, they, my my entire immediate family has seen him, but I haven't. So and and I never will. So <laughs> I'm not gonna achieve that one. I'm not, but, that's not gonna happen. But I'm I'm gonna cross Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle off the list. So yeah, I'm, and I'm, I'm gonna see Chris Rock tomorrow night. So whenever you guys I, listen to this, I, I will be seeing I Chris Rock about, later in the day. I thought about seeing um, Chappelle. Was it? I think he's here like the last week of May. Oh, I mentioned Kevin Hart. Uh, Kevin Hart too. Like yeah. I, I, I saw Kevin, Kevin Hart's kind of we're kind of oversaturated with Kevin Hart. Huh? I think we were all at the same show for Kevin Hart. Yeah, yeah. I've seen him twice live. So like I, uh, I've uh, Kevin Hart is another one who he we're oversaturated with Kevin Hart right now. But, but his stand-ups, his stand-ups, are, his stand-ups are, still, are dope. Yeah. And so the shitty part about that show uh, was that uh, was that uh, I think it was at the Palace. Is at the Palace. I think we met at that restaurant and shit. Yep. It was. Uh, um, the, it was one of the ones in uh, to- what's the one in Great Lakes Crossing? Toby Keith. Toby Keith. I was about to say Toby Keith because yeah. I remember they had some weird. They had a they had a bologna sandwich on the menu. I don't know why <laughs> I remember that, but <laughs> a bologna sandwich. It was some like country shit. I ain't. You know, I didn't. I didn't try it. But. Low key, who killed me recently, dog? I went to a stand up. Lavelle Crawford. Not skinny Lavelle Crawford. No. Yeah, I guess skinny. He's smaller, He's smaller now. He's smaller now. This motherfucker right before New Year's Eve killed me, dog. All I can say, I knew the man was funny, but I didn't know his stand-up was that scandalous. Dude, I was crying leaving out that motherfucker. That's how, I mean, I gained a new respect for that man. Do you guys remember the first stand-up you seen? Live? Live. Oh, live? Oh. It's Probably Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, yeah. Yeah, was, I, mean, I, I didn't go Kevin to comedy Hart shows or, like that. Or Mike Epps. The first, the first comedy show I seen, I was on my twenty. It was on my twenty first birthday. I seen uh, Mike Epps at uh, Coco's House of Comedy. Okay. Man, that nigga was. When I say that nigga was so fucking funny, dog. <laughs> and it was like I had, you know, I had. Tw- I, that was twenty one. I had been drinking for a few years, so it wasn't like I hadn't hadn't had liquor and shit. Right. So I went out with my mom. She took me out. My mom, my stepdad at the time. So we ended up going to the casino. You know, having some drinks, playing. I, I think I won like I won like seventy some dollars playing keno. I never won again, ever. <laughs> and then with the Coco's, you know, right off Jefferson and yeah. shit. And Coco's was Is like one still of- in existence. No. Okay. No, nah, that shit so. many years ago. Yeah. But. Coco's was still one of those small places where you had to have uh, drink minimums. Like you had the tickets you bought, and then you had to still buy like two drinks and shit. And like my mom is like the the most cheapest person ever. She like two drink. What the fuck? I gotta buy two drinks to be in this blah 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 blah. <laughs> so we had uh two drinks, you know, whatever. We got our drinks, and man, that nigga was funny as fuck. And then it was like he would have moments where you know, you know, the joke. He'd tell the joke, and maybe he'd tell it. This, this is two thousand one. So this is like shit so long ago, you know, it's like he wasn't at the peak of his comedy, but just to see a guy like that, man, that dude was fucking hilarious, dude. Yeah. So that was the first time, you know, I seen comedy. But I I, had, I did a question. Do you think that do you think that some comedians with their longevity can get get away with jokes that younger comedians probably can't get away with? Yeah. Like uh, it was a that's com- the big criticism of the Dave Chappelle shit. There was a com- uh, a guy talking today. Uh, so uh, actually, I changed my I changed my answer to no, because 
Dave Chappelle made jokes in his Netflix specials that did not go over. Well, because of the times that we live in. Well, I think I think they went over and then they're just done with though. Like no one talks about no one talks about now how Dave Chappelle said some like transvestite joke and didn't go well. Like it was a you know a moment where they were like, oh that's fucked up, but that was like a week months ago or some shit like or you know or you know like fucking Louis C.K. He started the show talking about abortion. <laughs> and it was like, I mean, like he came out and it was just like, so about abortion. And he just went on this long fucking rant. And it was funny as fuck, but it was just the topic of it. You know what I'm saying? It was just, you know, kind of like, you know, I are, are y'all familiar with the, the I think it's some, the, some comedian called King Bach. Mm-hmm. All yeah, right. So I guess. YouTube nigga, right? Huh? Yeah. He's like a YouTube nigga. So he I, was on uh, Wild Out. I didn't look it up, but I guess he had said some rape joke lately that didn't go well and the guy on Twitter was saying you know you you can't be a new comedian and do shit like that only only cats like Chappelle and Louis C.K. can get away with shit like that um they know how to, they know how to do it they know how to yeah, and no matter what it them. is whether it's rape or it's just something insensitive they know how to do it mm-hmm. you know like I, I laughed hard I mean the, the the abortion jokes he made probably shouldn't have been funny, but they were funny as fuck. Um, but I think some guys know how to do it, and I think it's just the art of it, you know, making shit that's uncomfortable, you know, comfortable to a point where people can sit around and actually laugh and joke about the shit. Um, but yeah, Louis K, he came out with straight like straight abortion shit. He said something like, um, something like a he had this point about abortion is just like taking a shit. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> but it, I mean, you know, he he made it comical. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, you got guys that can. I think you know, uh, Chris Tucker could probably probably pull some shit off like that, or you know, Cat Williams probably. But you know, these new niggas, you know, it, that shit that shit won't happen like that. Yeah. So, um, did you guys have anything else you want to mention about comedians and shit like that? No, I'll come into something else though. All right, so let's uh queue up um Baylor's. Wait, what the fuck? Am I trip? Oh wait, I was on the wrong one. Okay, yeah, let's queue up uh Baylor's second email, see what he's talking about, and go from there. Yo, hey, look, what up though? Look, and one more thing. Look, I look. <laughs> Nigga, we got to get rid of Facebook Live, Insta- Instagram Live, like Snapchat. Like, that shit got to go. I'm going to tell you why. Because when stupid motherfuckers get, hold of, get a hold to technology, they don't know how to use it. And, and look, look and, and not all of them are stupid or anything like that. I don't want to talk about the dead or be disrespectful. But, hey, yo, this shit right here, like, we live in the, we live in an era where niggas is trying to be quick fame. Like, they trying to be famous real fast, even for a split second. For Like y'all was talking about with Twitter, for the, the, the retweets and shit like that. Look, I'm not really against that. Like, if you want to put some content out there or your opinion out there, and you want people to feel your opinion or, you know, talk about it, that's fine. But when niggas start picking up guns and blowing their heads off accidentally on Facebook Live, and niggas going around shooting old people on Facebook Live and crying, or niggas committing suicide on Facebook Live, like, niggas is using this, yo, you getting these likes and you might be dead. You don't even know if a nigga liked your shit or not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, my bad. I know y'all just heard that. I mean, 
you know, Studio Camry two, uh, 2007. Just letting y'all know. You know what I'm saying? No, don't come at me. But we got to get rid of that shit because niggas don't know how to use it. They're abusing, they're abusing a, a, a trait of social media that they really don't know how to take care of. Like, niggas is really, like, beating niggas up, taking niggas hostages and shit like that, raping girls on Facebook Live, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you might as well just take that shit off because niggas, when, when niggas get a hold to it, they just don't know how to use it. They just don't know how to do it. Like, Twitter, Twitter has changed. Now, like, everybody's on fucking Twitter. Like, I remember the only nigga that was popping on Twitter was Ashton Kusher, whatever his name is, the, yep. the, the white boy, the comedian. That nigga that. was on Twitter. I think that's when, like, Twitter first came out. Mm-hmm. And this nigga had, like, a contest of who can get the most followers. That was about it. And niggas wasn't even really serious about that. Now it's like everybody's on Twitter. And, and Twitter is like a dark-ass place. Like, yo, fuck high school. If you want to get bullied, nigga, go straight to Twitter. Log on to Twitter. You know what I'm saying? But you might as well get rid of Like, you got to get rid of shit slowly. You know what I'm saying? Instagram was was harmful all you all you did on instagram was just post pictures now niggas got videos and now you can do it live niggas is attacking you doing your live stream like <laughs> come on man some niggas just be bored some niggas just want to say disrespectful shit just to get a reply what part of the game is that like when i say something disrespectful you know what i'm saying like i'm not expecting you to say anything back but i just really meant it you know what I'm saying? Now, I never said fuck Drake and then tweeted him. I just said fuck Drake. I don't listen to his shit. Now, if he chooses to see that or not, I don't care. I don't add him because I'm not looking for the attention. Fuck Champagne Poppy. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> niggas don't know how to use technology. All this shit got to go. Or we, like, we're not going to make it to, like, 2037. Like, we'll be, all everybody will be dead. Because niggas are going to be committing suicide, killing people just to get a like or a retweet, like a little heart on Instagram. That's what niggas do this shit for. (laughs) They don't even do it for the bitches no more. These niggas is weird, man. Are we going to do the food thing? Like, let's do something positive like that. Let's post our food. I post food and shit. That's why my pinned tweet is just like, y'all weird as fuck. Because, like you said, people are just weird, man. Like, they are incredibly fucking weird. But, like, he mentioned something that I want to talk about. Um, I heard a story on uh, Mojo in the Morning uh, today where it was about a chick who got fired from, like, she worked at a, um, what was it? It was like a, oh, man, it was like a, Like a, a like a city council, like not city council, but it was like it was some like weird, like a, it was a tourism type thing, right? And she lived in like a small a small city, right? So like her her being like the head of the tourism committee or committee or whatever the fuck it was, they had an Instagram page for it, and she went on Instagram and she was trying to live stream to her husband, I guess. And the bitch got butt-ass naked and was, like, sexting and shit on Instagram Live. But it was posted live to the tourism feed. So everybody who's who is, uh, you know, friends with the... What was it on Instagram? Not friends. Um, who follows that that uh, tourism feed saw her live-streaming sexting her husband, like, butt-ass naked and shit. And she got fired for it. And now she's, like... She's... Which, this is weird to me. 
is like suing them for firing her because she's like, I just pushed the wrong button. Why y'all firing me? But <laughs> how the fuck? How is she suing them though? Hey, this is the life we live in, sir. You can get su- people will sue anybody for anything. But uh, point being, uh, <laughs> she, she was a uh, live live streaming her fucking bean flicking on Instagram. Get and, the uh, fuck out of here. Yeah, and like what he was saying is like it is kind of crazy what people will do on like the live shit. Like, what do you think about? Do you think that the, the the live shit needs to be just deaded? Like, they, I mean, they I need think to kill it because I, I mean, like, we do have situations now. Because I, I saw another story too, and this is the same thing actually this morning that um somebody in Thailand killed their like eight month old baby on Instagram on Facebook Live and then killed themselves, like. So like this is it's becoming trendy at this point to like do crazy shit like that on Facebook Live. Like do you think like we should regulate this in some way to try to restrict it or know. do you think we need to just like kill the live stream and shit? I mean, I don't know. I think that people are going to take people want to use any opportunity even if it's not live, it could be, you know, even if it's not live, just a video posted period, you know, people are people are going to record it and upload it. So it's like I don't think the live part is 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 any issue with that shit happening? Uh, I mean, people are gonna be fucked up no matter what. I just, I, it, I don't think the the end result is gonna change if live is taken out of it, even if it's recorded and posted. You know, what I'm saying it's still gonna happen. So I don't, I don't see that. I don't see what's that gonna do because people are gonna find other outlets to post their bullshit. Yeah. So well, I would say though, like before Facebook Live. Did you see videos of niggas killing themselves and killing people live? Like, yes, you can say theoretically somebody could record it and then upload it, but that wasn't prevalent. Like this shit of people like killing no, themselves. Yeah, I'm just saying like, I that's think, popping off on. No, I'm saying now that shit. you know is is out there like that. I if if right now if after today you take off live <laughs> videos, if people really wanted people to see it, they're gonna post videos that are recorded already or whatever you know i think it's just it's it's at a point now where people are going to get it out no matter how but i don't know man you you take that away i mean you take that away i think people are just going to find other ways so like, i don't like you gotta remember they had skype skype is a live chat which you can have viewers people can record that that can be uploaded so do you take skype off do you take all the rest of these video apps that they have you know how can you regulate so much in today's society anyway if somebody's going to kill themselves kill someone else sometimes it helps you find that person persons you know who who who's a killing yeah Um, it's funny you say that when it when the guy in cleveland when he killed the old man i mean he get it he did it live I mean, it was probably a, a small group of people who probably saw it live because they were like his friends, but then it just got posted everywhere. But at that time, it was funny because they 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 uh they shut his Facebook page down, and then so you couldn't access. But I kept wondering, like, man, I wonder if they would at least kept his Facebook page up. Would you been able to like track him GPS wise or mm-hmm. some shit like that? So I don't know. I think it's like a case by case basis though. But I think I feel like you take live away. You know, people are going to find other other ways to do bullshit. So I don't know if that's an option. I mean, I don't know. I think we can live without the live. 
uh, versions of like Instagram or Snapchat or Facebook, but <laughs> I just think if people would do fuck shit, they go do fuck shit somehow. Yeah. Somehow. So I don't know. I don't. I mean, I'm not. If they took it down, I don't post live videos, at least a lot. So I think last I'm, one I did I've, was like yeah, on Christmas. Yeah, I think I've done it once. I've done it once or twice. It, it just feels kind of weird to me at times. But like, okay. And I don't do it like, let me post live and. Hey, look at what I'm doing. It was like, yeah, it was like I posted it because I was at a concert. I'm like, hey, people might want to see this concert because they're not there and I am. So let me show my followers this concert. Speaking of, what do you feel? What do you think about not being able to post videos and pictures at a concert or a show? What do you mean, not being able to post them? Like for instance, you're going to Chris Rock tomorrow, uh-huh. and they have a they have like some strict rule now where you can't have your phones out posting oh. shit like that. Oh, that shit. What do you think? That's that's. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> it's the dumbest shit ever, dog. And for a few reasons. One, I pay to see this person perform. If I'm recording it. That's my fucking prerogative. But you just paid to see. You didn't pay to record it though. But I want to record it because I want to record it because I fucking want to. Like, who cares? Like, if I'm recording, like, if I'm recording your shit, right? I want to. For me, recording videos is to retain the memory. So, like, yeah, And for me, I have a shit memory, so it it aids me in that respect. But in general, I want to record that memory so I can keep it. I paid you to do what you do, whether it's rap, sing, do comedy, whatever. That is your job. Do that shit. If I record you doing it, shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear what you got to say about me not recording. Like, just live in the moment. Like, no, bitch. I recorded it because I want to see it. I paid you to do what you do. You do that. You are fucking up my video. I paid you to perform whatever it is that you do. If I want to record it, that's my prerogative. So you think, like, I if, hate that if, shit, if before, dog. If it's like, say, for, like for comedy shows, um, most of the it's just if they're touring for a comedy show, they're typically sell, telling the same shit. Would you feel any less if you've seen the jokes already before you see the show? No, because like you're not, you're not recording it to like upload it so that somebody else can watch it without paying. Like, it's not like if I'm recording now, like, okay, so for instance, I'm going to see Chris Rock, right? If I recorded the entire shit, right, and uploaded it to YouTube or whatever, it's not like all of a sudden the next night nobody's going to go see Chris Rock. He sold out all the shows beforehand. Like, all the tickets are sold. Like, whatever the case may be, people have already paid to go see him. It's not like I upload my video and all of a sudden, like, he's not making money. Like it's it's like a it's like this weird vain thing where it's like artists act like if you record whatever it is that they're doing that you're not you're not accepting or or taking in whatever think, they're giving out. I, I don't even know if it's that. I, I I side with the fact that you know if I go see a show, I'm fine with I'm fine with seeing the show and what it is and not having to to have other members because I I mean you think about people like 10, 15 years ago when you seen shows you just seen shows there was no like you know recordings of shit and most people for the most part um but i think other people that record i mean now you you know the air like i think baylor was saying that people want to you know post shit for the sake of you know retweets and and all that shit so if you had a person who was 
recording video and then they just uploaded all the shit to Facebook for everybody to see. You know, for me, if I hadn't seen the show yet, it takes so it would take away from me. So why would you like, watch it? Huh? Why would you? You watch don't it have then? to watch it. Yeah. You don't have to watch it. You don't. You don't. But I'm fine with not recording. I'm fine with not taking my phone. I'm like, cool. I'm just going to enjoy the show. I'm fine with not doing it too. But I'm not fine with the performer telling me that I can't. Nah, like, because that's not what you do. Your job is to do what you do. But Your job is not to tell me what I should do while I watch whatever I paid you to do. So, like, I, I, I hate that shit, though. And I, I generally hate the idea of people saying that you shouldn't record things like, like concerts or whatever on your phone. Like, with this incredibly illogical, stupid, and misguided idea that if you're recording on your phone, that you're somehow not watching well, no, whatever's I, going on. Now, I, like, do, I hate that I, shit, now, dog. I, like, I, I don't I, shut my brain off I, I agree with when that. I start recording I, on my phone. I do, I do agree with that because I've, been, I've seen many a post of people feeling that just because you're taking pictures um, or recording that you're not paying attention to the show. I, I, I'm totally with that. You can actually do multiple things at the same time. Exactly. But, I can hold my phone up. And still watch you perform. But it's not like I shut my brain off and I just go into full lobotomy mode <laughs> when I turn my phone on, and now I have no idea what's going on. But I, other but than I holding my yeah, phone. I'm with that. I totally get that. But I am with the nods of like I don't have to record it because I mean I'm just I'm here, you know, seeing it, so I'm fine with that. Yeah, I don't have to, but it's like I like to, um, like so say tomorrow night I'm gonna do something like I. Whether it's a picture or a live stream, whatever the case may be. I think you gonna have the hardest fucking time tomorrow. Really? You it, think so? Yeah, because they, they so, I don't know if you've seen the article, because they have like these, like, I think when I, I think I messaged you about it, I was saying like, you know, when I messaged about, you know, are you, uh, who are not using your phone? Because they're, they're either putting people out or they're making people put their phones in these like, like bags where you can't record shit. Like they're telling people to turn off their Apple phones on their watches and they they got these like uh security bags that telling people that they're putting their phones in. Is that a new thing? It, I've never had to do that before. I think it's new. I but think it's something like that. Yeah, they got these like 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 fanny pack bags where you can put your you put your phone in and it locks the bag so you can't access your phone while you're in the fucking like theater. Like if you come out and want to use your phone, you could it unlocks your the bag and you could take your phone out and use it, but you can't access your phone inside the theater. And that's what they have at the show. So that's what I'm saying. Prepare for that because that's going to be there. Now you got to think about that. What if you don't if, record with that? And then you got to think about this. The whole rebuttal of that can be your phone will be in your vehicle. Okay, your vehicle. No one's watching your vehicle. That increases theft. Then I mean, it does. I mean, it's possible. You know. I mean, yeah, definitely. But I'm just saying that's what they're 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 implementing. So when you go to the show tomorrow, don't be surprised if it's like some. I would crazy be surprised because that's never happened before. I go to shows all the time. I'm well, not all the time, but I've been enough. I've never experienced that. Yeah. So. If that happens, if that happens, so be it. But I don't. But yeah, they they are doing that at the show. They are. How do you they, know that? They, I read it. It was it was on the news. It was on the news. So they're going to make me put my phone in a bag or I can't use it. Yeah. I've never heard of that, dog. Yeah. That's, wow. They, they, okay. They're going to have, they got the, and it's some, and it's funny, it's some company that's on the, probably on a come up of shit that's probably t- touring with them. They had this company where they had these little, little like zipper bags where you have them where you can, you put your phone in and you and it locks your phone, locks the bag while you're in the show. And if you want to come out and use your phone, you can come out of the, the, the area 
and use your phone in the bag opens and shit. <laughs> Man, that is <laughs> wow, wow. Yeah, I had no yeah, idea that was a thing. Yeah, and they're doing that's that. They're, they're doing dog. that. For, they're doing that for the Chris Rock show. You know, you know, Not they're doing fact. that for the Chris Rock show. I, for a fact, they're doing it for the Chris Rock show. Wow. Okay, I yep. didn't know. I about read. That. I, it was on the news a, a couple of days ago. I was uh, I watched the news in the morning before I go to work. But yeah, they had it on the news. Well, look, well, I'm not, I'm not mad about that. I don't need to go. I don't need to have it out. You know what I'm saying? Well, to a degree, you do. And I think, and I think partly it's because not necessarily. I mean, it's probably for the sake of you know not wanting to record the show. But I think it's probably because it's going it's going to be tele like a I don't know did he get a Netflix deal or one I think it's one of his shows is going to be posted on like Netflix. okay so if it's that then I get it and I I think that's what it's that's what it's about okay so if it's that then I get it but like that is to me like how do you even do how do you even but you remember in, in even at the uh the Kevin Hart show. They were really strict about people pulling out their phones, except at the end when um, when uh, Kevin Hart told everybody to pull out their phones and take a picture of the show and shit out there or whatever. Um, and it was funny. I, I remember. But I, shit, what if I want to just text somebody? Like, I got to leave my seat and go outside the dog, venue do, do to you, like. Do you recall the security bag? The security was so crazy at the Kevin Hart show that pulling out your phone to like do a random shit like a text, they was like in the aisles watching people and shit. So See, yeah, that just, kind of shit. Just, just prepare yourself because that's what's going to happen tomorrow. Look, I'm I, I'm not going there on the idea that I'm going to be like Facebook living or doing kind of shit like that. But I don't want to. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's don't <laughs> don't restrict me like that. Like I, you're going to be restricted. <laughs> They're going to restrict. I, yeah, but I mean, like, I don't I don't support that because I'm like. What if I just want to just like text somebody while I'm there? Like, they are how not are you gonna restrict? That's my personal fucking phone. That's my personal yeah. fucking life. I get that. Like, I, I, I totally get it. But it, I don't it, support but, that, but, man. But just I, I I I can't wait to next week's podcast so we can talk about <laughs> what you did or didn't have to do. <laughs> record again tomorrow. Like, <laughs> what happened? <dog? laughs> my phone, the phone is Ziploc, dog. Like, <laughs> I, I'm like now. I'm like. I'm interested because I'm like I've never experienced that, but like yeah, in general, to, I just I don't like the he, idea. He I don't big, like that and, at all. And he had this big presser about it too, just talking about how yeah. I'm surprised you didn't see that. If, but yeah. if he put if 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 tomorrow night's show is if say however many months down the road he puts out an HBO special and it is the Detroit show, then I'm like okay, I get it. But like at the same time, I'm like I don't like the idea of an artist saying don't don't do that at my show because I'm like that's not what I pay you for, dog. Like I'm paying you for this experience. Like, but I think you I pay, you, do whatever I, the fuck I want to do. I'm not I sitting there yelling you, at but you. But I and think shit. you 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 pay for the experience to watch the show. I don't think you pay for the experience to be able to capture the show. But and I think but that's doing that don't affect the show. Like it's not like he can't perform comedy because I'm recording. And I don't think it's, or taking and pictures. And I don't think it's about. Uh, him performing his show, I think it's about being able people sharing stuff on the show that he's gonna be on another show or potentially recording. Which is why I would get it if it was gonna be like. And a, I really a feel that like it's, that. He, that's gonna be a recorded, you know. So I mean, Detroit is one of those huge venues. Like I feel like if uh, if Chappelle 
didn't get too fucking high and fucked up, you know, his last show, that show would have probably been on that special and shit. Mm-hmm. But you know, Danny Brown got him high off that that ooey. Yeah, and he I, was I'm done. interested in it. I'm but in, I, now but yeah. I'm like mad curious to see what's gonna happen tomorrow yeah, I night. Think, yeah, yeah, I'm, but, I'm insanely but that's curious. That's gonna be tomorrow. That's they, they're gonna have those pouches. They were saying shit how you can leave your phone or your, your car or leave it somewhere else. And I and I get what he's saying as far as the whole you know theft thing that. But you know. It's it's what it is. It's, it, that's what's gonna be there tomorrow. So I'm I'm definitely curious to shit, see dog. see how that goes. Um, I really 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 hate that shit, man. <laughs> I because I just don't I don't support that at what all, color, man. What, what color pouch would you choose for your phone, <laughs> man? Why are you trying to make me mad, dog? Like that should make me so fucking mad. <laughs> man, yo, like I can't even like text. Like what? If, like that? Like okay, so I'm at say I'm at Chris Rock show, right? And like my mom, like my mom is gonna have to watch my daughter. I can't. I gotta leave the show and like unzip this they fucking bag to be like, "Hey, how's my daughter doing?" They, they say you gotta go out to the lobby. They have unlocking stations in the lobby. Oh my god! Unlocked, oh they, man, I'm they, mad in advance. They, like, they, like yeah, they, they were about they unlock. They have unlocking stations where you go out and they unlock the phone and you can check whatever you gotta check. They unlock the bag. The they ain't bag. Gonna lock my I'm sorry, not the phone. phone. The bag. The bag. Yeah. yeah. Punching niggas. I gotta lock. Vibrate, but you can't. <laughs> <laughs> man, I'm mad already, dog. <laughs> I'm hey, so fucking mad about this shit. With the camera on it, fuck them. <laughs> Google Glass. <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 what it's gonna be tomorrow, dog. Man, how do you know about this shit? I didn't know it. How do I have tickets and I don't know about that? That should be part of the ticket buying. I mean, I know process. Hey, you you going to this show? We're gonna ziplock your bag, your phone, and you can't I mean, use I, it. I, I know you're like a big player. Give me a heads up. I know you're a big player at work now, man. But you ain't hip on no fucking news. I seen it. I seen it like either I had no idea yesterday morning. Or the day before when I was watching the news uh, before I went to work about that shit, and I was just like, really? "What? God damn! Yeah, that, that's when I oh, when man. I when I asked you, you know when I asked you about with your phone and you was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, and I'm I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, <laughs> dog? Like, the, slap Chris Rock in the face, dog. What are you talking about, dude? Because uh, I was like, maybe and it, I didn't even think about it after that message. I was like, maybe he don't even know him. I was like, he just don't give a fuck. No, and I so, don't know, and. I give a fuck. That's good. <laughs> and I give a fuck. Right? I don't know, and I give a fuck. Yeah, dude, they go, they go straight be locking shit up, dog. The only reason, the only way I see that being acceptable is if this is like, if HBO is in that bitch, and like we are recording for the HBO special. Like otherwise, they out of control. That's it. too much. They're a little mild. Phenomenal. On the side, but I love yeah. it. Like it's like a, it's a to me like a if you have a Cuban. That you want to smoke that's more like on the everyday level type shit. Like it's not like elite elite. No, it's not. But it's 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 a Cuban. It's, it's you mild can taste medium. The Cuban. It's mild medium. Um, you can taste it. It's, uh, it has so the Cuban taste. It's, for, it's for anybody listening. It's uh, incredibly Cuban solid. Is called a Vaguero. Um, yeah, this, these are. I mean, I think it's like. That's why I was like, you just give me a random stick, whatever, because they're not that much. They're probably about four or five bucks. I'm gonna um, give you a Rocky Patel uh, mulligan. <laughs> I'll punch you in the kidney <laughs> and shit. In the kidney, I'm just leaving it to get punched in the back. Like, oh shit! <laughs> but yeah, so that, that's 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 kind of that. So I'm just, that upsets me. I don't want to. I don't want to have know, to experience that. Case, can the people that work there have their cell phones? Is it people that work there can have their cell phones? Probably not. The fuckery. Probably not. 
I mean, like I say, I remember, like I say, at the, at the Kevin Hart show, they were really, they wasn't to the, it wasn't to the point of bagging phones and shit like that. I'm gonna take a dummy phone. Like, <laughs> here's my dummy phone. You can zip that bitch up and then put my regular phone in like my back pocket and shit. And I just wonder <laughs> how how much is going to affect people getting, excuse me, getting in the venue. They said they're going to open the doors up an hour early. It's going to be congested also tomorrow because of the Tiger game tomorrow too. Uh huh. So therefore, it's going to be a lot of fucking traffic down there. <sighs> Yeah. I finna so, say it was funny because I was uh I was showing my mom so last week um I took my mom and my wife we went to a um shack Shake Shack mm-hmm. and we was parking I was showing her where you know you and the wife used to stay and I was just thinking like man that's cool y'all could just walk over like no y'all don't live downtown no more well, I can so, I can still so walk just over y'all, uh, the only reason I can't walk over there tomorrow night is we gotta take our daughter to my mom's house so I gotta leave. Take her to my mom's house and then come back downtown, which sucks. But otherwise, I can still walk to the Fox from work, so it's not a big deal. But like, yeah, I'm 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 upset about that. That bothers me. And I, I had no intentions of like Facebook Live in the concert or anything like that. But I I just don't like that kind of restriction being placed on me for for no real reason. Yeah, like yeah, you can do that, that. outside. In, outside, in, yeah, in, like in the lobby. <laughs> yeah, right. Here we are at the fucking metal. Here we at the metal detector. Right. Like yeah. smile. Hey, like metal. what the fuck, man? That's weak as fuck, man. I don't like that shit, dog. I, I just don't like, and I really don't like artists saying that you can't, you can't do this at my show because you need to just sit here and like. Enjoy and accept the show. Like that shit shoe. irritates the hell out of me, man. Now they're gonna put my phone in a Ziploc bag, man. Oh my god! Shoe and just walk real careful. I feel like that's not even. I feel like that shouldn't even be legal. Like, how can you say like zip your phone up so you can't use it coming in? Like, I could see that if it's like, like I don't, literally I, if it's the HBO show, I get it. What? So if I go up in there and they're like, this is gonna be the HBO shit, I can get the expanded fucking security guidelines. But like. If this is like a, a random fucking show, man, that's fucked up, dog. I mean, I think, I think the thing I feel is, like I that's not that shouldn't even be legal. I don't know do if that. they, you know, I know they use different clips from different shows depending on you know the reaction of like laughs and all mm-hmm. that shit. So there's probably no guarantee that that sh- y'all show is gonna be on TV or whatever. But I mean, it's possible. His credit card have a miscellaneous charge of a pouch on his shit. <laughs> you know, ripped, rip, ripped the pouch up trying to open it up so I can make a fuck, fucking text right. and shit. Uh, uh, that'd be seven hundred twenty. I mean, right. how do they regulate that? I mean, right. but, I mean, in theory, think about it. It's like it's an hour, maybe what an hour, hour and a half. Right. You may not be with your phone. You think about yeah. the times you've been at work with, but like two hours you've been away from your phone or some shit like that, and you're like, oh, okay, I can get to my phone now. Well, so, you check your phone I don't. Every five minutes. I don't think is. I don't think it's gonna be as bad as you know we're probably making it to be. I, yeah. Well, I report back. I will. I will definitely. Now I'm like incredibly intrigued. Like, what the fuck is gonna happen tomorrow night? So I will definitely report back on. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I will report back as live as I can. Like so. As much. Right. Exactly. I'm gonna like. Twit pick the fucking bag like it's really going down. <laughs> I will be as uh upfront with that shit as I can. Uh, so we'll see what <sighs> happens. Funny. But so, I am uh, upset about that. But um, before we get too far, let's um. Did you play the the um email from from Steven? No, let's 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 uh, do that before we get too far off. Before we, it's like a, we all were hour anyway. Um, 
see you say. So we we drafted. You know the position the guy. We, well, he's going to tell us anyway. So we just. All right, here that. we go. Hey, what up, though? So I just got the email from Mike or text message rather, asking me to send my thoughts on the draft. Um, shit, man, this draft has been fun, man. It's the first draft my yeah, son been, been able to draft. watch, mm-hmm. so that's been fun for me, but. It's been crazy, man. Like, this draft is not going to board at all. Players that I thought could have been drafted tomorrow have been picked up today. So it's uh, it's definitely been an interesting draft. Um, I'm going to keep it short, though, <laughs> this time. As far as the Lions are concerned, man, I love that damn pick. Oh. So from a tackling aspect, he a little bit better than Foster, and he ain't got the off-the-field issues. And we know Marsha, who uh, Martha Ford, Said she didn't want the off the field stuff, so I'm cool with it, man. I think he'll be a good pick. He should be a starter from day one. We really don't have anybody at the second level as well. Uh, tomorrow, I'm expecting a running back or another defensive end to be taken, and then um, yeah, we got what round two and three tomorrow. Tight end could be another possibility too. It is a pretty deep tight end class, so. I'll post some more stuff for y'all tomorrow, man, and I'll let y'all discuss it for next week. So still love the show, man. Y'all keep doing your thing, and I'm out. I'm so curious you- to see where um, – so he's saying he expects a, uh, possibly a running back uh, tomorrow. I'm curious to see how that works out and how a potential running back could factor into uh, into the uh, the lineup for next season. And what he said about tight ends that there's got to be just off percentages tight ends available because prior to we we cut it off when the Lions picked but prior to the Lions pick only one tight end had been drafted so and it only been like there's tight a ends on the board of running backs uh, and we know we're hurting at that spot so yeah the one the, the guy that we drafted he's gonna be a he he should be an immediate fill in for um. Um, DeAndre Levy, who we let go, um, so that'd be interesting. Um, I, I just a guy came from Florida. I think it was Florida or Florida State. One of the Florida, Florida Gators. So it's Florida. I think Florida. So I think it'd be dope, man. I, I think it's one of the first draft picks we've had in a while where people wasn't bitching about. Like I haven't seen nobody bitching online. I, I kind of looked on, you know, as we were, you know, recording. I mean, um, watching and shit. People seem to be pretty pleased with him. So yeah, I, I like the, the idea of a day one, a day one linesman that we can plug in into the starting lineup off rip. So uh, if we got a guy that we can plug in day one. That's great. I like that. Um, I was kind of hoping that the Lions wouldn't do something that was more for uh, like backup or well, more for like fan pleasing, like something we don't really need. Just, a good just to player. just to get people like, oh, that's a good play, you know, whatever. Like, I, I I want them to fill in what they need because I feel like the Lions are like in that spot where they're not contenders, but they're like a piece or two away. Right. So I, I like to get a guy that can fill in a spot that we that we're hurting at. So if Steve feels like this guy is the day one guy. Mm-hmm. That we can plug in. I mean, in. He, he said everything that I, you know, I kind of saw, you know, online from a lot of the, uh, you know, football analysis people and shit. So, um, he definitely has a good opinion about it, everything. So, yeah, I, I, th- I think it'd be dope, man. Um, Quinn, uh, it's Quinn, it's uh, general manager. Hmm. Uh, Quinn, uh, 
the guy uh, for the Lions. I don't know. Is he the, whatever the top guy the guy is, whatever his position, <laughs> you know, he's he, he's pushing for people with good morals. And like you say, Martha Ford, wants, she don't want nobody with like off the field antics and shit like right, that. Right, right. So, you know, he, he feels that, you know, you know, and obviously he must be a good player for, you know, to have so many decent accolades from all the other people. So, I, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped for the season, man. I, um, I'm considering getting uh um a half a season uh tickets and shit so I'm uh yeah it's it's uh it's an interesting year coming up for Detroit sports cuz like we had the Red Wings miss the playoffs for the first time in forever like uh, 18 19 20 years it's 20 some years 20 some years yeah <laughs> um and the Pistons uh didn't make it when they should have and they fucking tanked and they're moving downtown the Red Wings are moving to a new arena. It, there's a lot popping off down here, so it should be an interesting season for all Detroit sports. And I'm, I'm hopeful that the Lions can do less of, uh, doing what they think will be popular and doing more of what needs to be done. You I, know, think, I it, think they're on that road, though. I think Bob Quinn is a, uh, a pretty. Is it Bob Quinn? Mm-hmm. I think he's a he's a, he's a good level headed dude. I think he's doing he's making good moves. Um, I think this summer I think we end up um, resigning. I think is Stafford up for resigning now, or ex, expand expanding his contract. I don't know, but um, I think I think they're on a, a good track, man. Um, so I'm looking forward to <clears throat> some local some local sports shit. I really want to go to. I never really really cared about going to Red Wings games. Um, but I'll definitely spend the money go to some Lions games, so I'm I'm happy about that. that sounds le- legit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. So, um, you got anything else, Mike? Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I think we uh we good. Um, we uh be back next week as always. Uh, you can um email your comments, questions, and shit to what up the podcast at Gmail or our individual Twitters. Uh. Michael underscore Aaron or Blame Otis or our uh, Twitter page for the podcast. Um, and yeah, if you have anything else, uh, feel free to hit us up. And uh, other than that, we uh, see y'all next week and uh, see how uh, Mike does with the uh, Chris Rock concert. <laughs> yeah, I'm incredibly, <laughs> incredibly intrigued to see what happens with that shit. I'm like, man, am I gonna be furious? Yeah, I think what I'm laughing at? What was the evil Otis? Oh. <laughs> I do. I found that uh, Twitter page. Uh, I was looking through random shit, and I found that Twitter page. <laughs> Fucking asshole! What the fuck was that? Do you know who that was? Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! I didn't even know that. You didn't think that was a thing? Like you just said it? Just... No, I, I remember it popping up. I didn't know who evil. Oh, this was. Yeah, that was that was that, that was guy. being an asshole. So, anyway, we 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 we'll be back next week. Yeah, uh, um, you got anything, Matisse? You wanna nothing? We good? All right, so we gotta here. We gonna finish drinking this uh, Aiden Lally and uh. Yeah, we'll see y'all next week, and hopefully, uh, I don't cuss out Chris Rock. Peace. Peace. <laughs>